Hey, Night Owls. Welcome to episode 24 of Isn't It Past Your Bedtime. I'm Rachel. And I'm Krista. This week, we are talking about Audible Originals. I know that you guys know, because I've made it very clear over the last, <laughs> like, mm, I don't know, 20 episodes, that like Something these like days, that. I'm much more into audiobooks than actual books. Not that I hate actual books or anything like that. I just have a lot going on in my life, okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I need to be able to multitask. So... This week, we decided to try Audible Originals, because those of you who do have Audible, you usually get, what is it, two originals a month? It's like one or two. I know I've had a few months where I only get one, but I think for the most, it's two. Either way, you do get Audible Originals for free. So this is a really good resource, especially if you're just looking to like maybe pick another genre or find a short read or just like something completely interesting that maybe you wouldn't normally pick out for yourself, and it's free. Well, it comes with your subscription, but you know what I mean. Whatever. Also, side note. Basically free. We are not being sponsored by Audible in this at all. We are all. not. I just happen to really love Audible. Yeah, we just really like it. I mean, if anyone <laughs> out there is listening and you want to sponsor us, like, that's totally dope, but like, not, We would so. love that. If Audible wants to sponsor us, I'm on board, considering I basically spent all of my money on Audible, <laughs> but, you know, it's fine. Um, so this week we picked Audible Originals because, one, I don't have a lot of time. Even though we're quarantined, I just don't. I don't yeah. know. I'm usually, like, catching up on a show on Netflix because somebody told me I had to watch it or doing laundry or whatever. Like I'm just doing something, you know? Mm-hmm. So I really appreciated this one because I was able to finish this one while I was driving and I don't really drive that often anymore. Yeah. You don't have your commute anymore. I really don't. So <clears throat> I'm going to let you guys know which one I read and I freaking loved it. Although I'm going to need to look up the actress who narrated its name again. Um, you're going to know who it is. I just only know her first name. Okay. I only know her first name. That's what it says on the book. So that's what we're going with. Okay. Uh, Okay. So I ended up doing Tinica Jones by Matt Boren and it's like two and a half hours and it's funny. So like the entire audiobook is basically Tinica Jones giving a deposition to a police officer. That's what like the format of this is. Okay. And so like the, the officer asks her questions or whatever, and she basically just tells her story. So a few things to know about Tinica is that she has basically an eidetic memory, so she can remember everything. Like, details, she can tell you exactly what perfume somebody was wearing when they walked in on March 23rd at 1 p.m. Like, it's very impressive. Yeah. And, like, I don't think that that was just, like, for the book to make it, like, a twist. No. It's just a fact about Tinica Jones. (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) Like, there's no twist here. She's just, it's just a fact. Um, But basically, what this book was... um, (laughs) I'm going to have to say the word bitch because she says it a lot. <laughs> I just, I can't not. Um, I'll put so, an, an explicit warning on this one. Yes, please do. I, there's like literally no way to avoid it. Um, have you seen Parks and Rec? Yes. Donna. Yes. Is that who narrates Re- it? Yes. Ooh. She's a narrator and her name is Retta. I can't remember if it's like Retta. I can't remember her last name. It just says Retta on here. Hold on. Hold on. I got to know her last name because, like, she she deserves hella credit for this. I was so impressed. And I love her voice. She is, like, sassy as hell. Yeah. She's awesome. Played by – wow. It just says Retta on here. So maybe it's, she's, like, Cher. She I doesn't think she, have a last name. I think she is. I think she's a Cher Beyonce. I feel a little better now because I was like, oh, my God, I didn't catch the last name. I think I follow her on, like, Instagram or something. And, yeah, and I she, think it's also just Retta. Okay, I feel a little better now because I felt terrible that I couldn't remember the last name because I was like, I know this actress, but I know her name is Retta. All right, 
So Retta, <laughs> just Retta, just, Retta. just like Cher. Um, so she narrates a story where Tinica tells about how this white bitch steals her identity oh. and uses it to become a famous actress like she was trying to do. So basically this entire story is like Tinica Jones is giving her deposition to a police officer who is investigating Kelly Smith, AKA Tinica Parker Jones. So Kelly Smith comes in to Tinica Park or Tinica Jones. Tinica Parker Jones is Kelly Smith's stage name. Tinica Jones is an actual person. Okay. It's a separate, the Parker is where you know they're fake. Okay. So how she explains it is basically like she's been working all of this time and working really hard in her life to like take extra classes. Like this girl is all about the hustle, like on her free time, she like learns how to like make hats and like become a mogul and takes college courses. And she has two degrees and like this girl works her butt off. And like during the week she works basically as like a cashier, right. At like a pharmacy but she's planning on monopolizing on her name. Like her goal in life is to be like, I'm Tanika Jones and I'm famous. So the name is passed down in her family. So it's every other generation. So that you're not saturated with Tanika Joneses, right? Mm -hmm. So like, it's clear <laughs> that it's like Tanika senior and Tanika junior because they're not technically juniors or seniors, but like, you know, that there's like a generational difference. Mm -hmm. So Tanika is at work one day and this girl comes in and she was like, and this girl has like, sticky fingers and scraggly nails and i can tell she's just like a trust fund white girl basically who like has <laughs> money but like no real like clout you know yeah. like her parents maybe had money or something like that she's like you can sniff out one of these oh god what do they call it um ah, i wish i could remember what it was called it's like basically like instagram celebrities oh the, the word that she uses something like that but she okay. has a great name for it oh, okay. uh it's going to come to me like at the yeah. end of this. Anyways, I'm just going to keep going. It's going to come to me. Okay. Um, so Tina goes like, this girl comes into my store saying that she's here for like almost expired string cheese and some top ramen. And what did she end up stealing? My name. Oh, so this girl comes in and literally just lifts her name. She, cause uh, Tina recalls with like clarity, because like I said, she has like an eidetic memory. Yeah. She's just like, she comes in and she looks at my name tag for a long time and then says to me like, wow, that's a really unique name. Like she comments on it, mm. which is like, mm, you notice this is not yeah. a coincidence. Yeah. And then a few months later, she is, uh, so Tinica, which I love about her is she always carries a magnifying glass like a heavy duty, like old school magnifying glass, like in her purse. And she was like, cause you never know when there's going to be a real ass clue that you need to look into. She was like, and I know what my magnifying glass is worth. I could never replace this. I know because I went to a trade show or whatever, and they told me to never replace this. Oh so like God. she whips out her little magnifying glass, I guess when she's looking at like the people magazine one time, because she thought she saw something interesting. And so like, I just imagine like this, like younger like sassy black lady with like oh my god it's like, like big ass magnifying glass people. and a people magazine right and i'm like <laughs> it, it kills me too because it's just like a people magazine really like it's mm -hmm. not really something that like you would need a magnifying glass for no i'm pretty sure the font's big enough but, but like her point is like i was paying attention you know what i mean yeah. um so basically she was like and i saw that there was this like accidental celebrity nip slip she's like no that's not a thing. Those are planned. Like mm -hmm. <laughs> you do that to become famous. And she's like, and I knew that this girl 
was a white trust fund girl. So obviously she needed something, right? She's like, I recognized her. But then I also saw that it said Tinica Parker Jones. And she was like, oh, this bitch. <laughs> like, literally, that's like half of the fucking audiobook. And she's just like, oh, this bitch. Like, I love it so much. And so it's just like the most sassy retelling of her trying to figure out, like, how do I pin this girl for stealing my identity? But like, she finds out that this girl's name is Kelly Smith. So she like sees this girl on that people magazine and then calls in like all of her friends and like her grandma has this best friend. This is my favorite character. Shula. She's my favorite character. So she's just like Shula comes in and she's got her typewriter and she's like, I know I can't help look up a bitch on this, but I can type up everything that you find in complete, like perfect, you know, like type. And she's she's like like, a sonographer or whatever. She's just like, you don't say no to an auntie with a typewriter. She's like, you just go with it. Um, And like, it's very clear from like early on that like Shula like doesn't like giving information about herself. It's like, Shula, where you live? Why? You think you're going to get an invitation? Like that kind of stuff. (laughs) So like, you don't really know a lot about Shula other than she's always there when Tinika starts investigating and like, she's on it. Mm -hmm. Like this girl on it. Okay. <laughs> it's it's pretty great. And so like she eventually starts like discovering like real things about the fake Tinica Jones. And so Tinica Jones starts looking into like, okay, who has she been in relationships with? So she ends up finding like an ex-boyfriend of hers who was like, oh, like she used to work here. And that leads her to this guy who Tinica Parker Jones, Kelly Smith, mm-hmm. called the mermaid. His name was Ariel. Oh my gosh the mermaid get it and he was just like oh yeah i definitely wouldn't have normally hired her here but she's very manipulative and like really good at telling you what you want to hear and i didn't know that until after i hired her you know like pretty classic like Mm -hmm. sociopath basically yeah um so that was really interesting and it like all of these things like end up leading to like tinica going to a gala with um the mermaid so with ariel to Mm kind of try to to pin tinica parker jones like their first like a-list gala as Tinica Parker Jones after her nip slip, but this girl is slippery AF. Oh shit. Like, so like Tinica tried to like, so the real Tinica, I'm gonna have to go with the real <laughs> and the fake. The real Tinica tried to catch her basically saying, like, I stole your name, right? Mm-hmm. And so they like kind of introduce each other, but like in the like, oh yeah, yeah, I know you know how funny we have the same real name, like fake niceties kind of way. Yeah. Um, and then like the real Tinica like grabs the fake Tinica's hand and like drags her into a bathroom basically which the fake Tinica told the police was assault mm. I mean and they were she was like technically mm, kind of but not really she's like I didn't do anything aggressive and she didn't stop me from pulling her into the bathroom to talk to her she was like I just happened to grab her hand and pull her in that direction she didn't stop me mm-hmm. so like it's a gray area as far as assault goes there okay but basically the real Tinica was wearing a wire that night mm-hmm. and the fake Tinica figured it out Oh, because she like was like, oh no, I fell and ripped the wire out of her dress. Oh, like this, this bitch <laughs> is crafty. This bitch, and so she was just like, okay, you might be upset with me for stealing your name. She's like, but entrapment is also illegal, so we're even. Mm. And so Tinica was like, oh, like <laughs> what do I do? I'm so mad now, and like she was planning on monopolizing on her name you know what i mean and so like yeah. you can't have two people of the same name if you're gonna be famous yeah that's just not how it works <clears throat> and so she like the real tunica kind of drops it at that point because she's just like well there's not much else i can do now and then it goes to the fake tunica ends up giving a speech at this gala in which she's just like by the way i have amnesia so she can't be held responsible for anything no fuck she doesn't remember 
That was her <laughs> fake name. She doesn't remember where she got that name. It came to her in a dream, like, and all this <laughs> other stuff. And there are these other, like, Instagram celebrities. The term, I still can't remember. It's so good, though. <laughs> <laughs> um, entrepreneurgram, something like that. It's not okay. about being an entrepreneur and an Instagram influencer. Okay. Anyways, so these other Instagram celebrities, um, Tinika, the real Tinika, ends up telling them, like, what's going on, because the fake Tinika keeps trying to, like, tag them and stuff, and, like, be BFFs, and these other girls are obviously not into it, because they have, like, their own, like, internal rich girl feud going on. Mm -hmm. And so the real Tinika tells them that the fake Tinika is fake. And so these real girls are like, oh, no, we are not (laughs) dealing with this. And so the real, the Instagram influencers helped the real Tinika create a show called Tinika Spills Tea. And so they decided that we're basically just going to make Tinika her own brand. So this other girl has nothing to stand on, right? Mm-hmm. Because this other girl is like being cast in a movie as a lead star. She's got her own perfume line now called Nip Slip. Oh my based gosh. on her Nip Slip, <laughs> which they call the wardrobe malfunction. Mm-hmm. That's a nice way of putting it. Um, so they invite the fake Tinika onto Tinika Spills Tea. And after lots of, like, debating with, like, the fake Tinika's people, they finally get the, the fake Tinika on there. Because, like, the fake Tinika has also been on, like, Jimmy Fallon, and she would say things like, thanks so much for having me, Seth. Like, Seth uh, Meyer. But uh-huh. it's not to, like, play up the amnesia. And so they're basically just, like, waiting for her to trip, right? Mm-hmm. Like, at what point are you going to, like, lose it with the fake amnesia? But, like, everywhere she goes, she brings, uh, like, note cards with her so that she can, like, rifle through them as reference like she's pretty on top of it like it's honestly kind of impressive um and so the fake tinica or the real tinica brings the fake tinica onto her show tinica spills tea and she's just like oh my god how weird is it that we have the same name so weird and like the real tinica has like asked her grandmother to sit in the front row who is another tinica right her Mm -hmm. most recent tinica to like roll her eyes at kelly smith the whole time and like (laughs) I don't remember, I'm trying to remember exactly how she freaking pinned her, but it doesn't matter because if you're going to listen to this, I don't want to tell you anyway. Yeah. Um, but basically she ends up like, Kelly is very crafty, but Tinika finds a way to kind of win in the end anyway. Okay. She's just like, this may not be the journey that I expected to happen, but I did end up famous anyway. Like people know who I am. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but basically it, it all ends up boiling down to a copyright. Tinika Jones filed for a copyright before Tinika Parker Jones did. Nice. Get it, girl? She just didn't know it because there's, like, a local hobo that she calls, like, Lollipop Gina or something who just, like, walks around and, like, steals people's mail. Mm -hmm. So she didn't know. She got her official copyright. Oh. So it, like, became this, like, whole thing. But, like, I just really loved, like, Retta was funny and interesting, and I loved the the way that they set up. Like I said, there's not a ton to talk about because it's only a a two-and-a-half-hour audiobook. Mm -hmm. But, like, I was laughing the whole time. Like, it was... It was a great audiobook, and like the, the journey that the real Tinika takes to get herself to like fame, mm-hmm. impressive, and also probably a lot of other people go through very similar things. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like especially like being in that area with like having having a really unique name. Like I'm sure it's happened. I'm sure that some of this is probably based on some sort of reality, someone's reality. But uh, I just I really enjoyed the characters, <laughs> like the. <laughs> The narration was great, and uh, it was interesting to see how Tinika ended up pulling that all together, considering that Kelly Smith is a slippery bitch. Yeah. So how many nip slips out of five would you give it? 
I would give it five nips out of five. And also I'm, I kind of want to listen to Retta's, she has her own audiobook. I think that it's like an autobiography. I, I want to listen to it now just because I really enjoy her narration. And I know that it will be her own story, but like, just like her diction and like her excitement and like, just like her sass, like just everything about her. I just, I just love it. I loved her in Parks too. And oh, she was also yeah. in Good Girls. Oh yeah, she is in Good Girls. Oh, you saw that one. Yeah, mm-hmm. she's another main character in Good Girls. So like, she's a pretty well-known actress. And so like, when I saw that she was the voice of this, it made me even more intrigued to listen. Mm-hmm. Because I was like, I know we're trying to pick shorter audiobooks like for this particular episode, but also I love this person and like this premise is super interesting. So yep. highly recommend. I would definitely listen to this audiobook again, honestly. Like even though I've heard it, I would honestly listen again. Yeah. I was going to say, I'm going to go get this one after this, so. You should. It was great. So, Tinica Jones. <laughs> okay. So, mine is a little bit longer. Mine was like a seven-hour audiobook. I'm because so sorry. It's... I thought we were both going to pick something between two to four hours. No, that's okay. Um, I also mainly picked it because the author, so, um, so the, it's, the book that I picked is Orlando People by Alexander C. Kane. That one's on my list amazing and i picked it because he also did um veronica or what is it oh my gosh why am i totally blanking andrea vernon and the corporation for ultra human protection which i freaking love we've talked about that one i haven't read it or listened but yeah Yeah. we've talked about that one yeah um and then they came out with the second one now but all of his books have gone straight audio only so i guess apparently the andrea vernon uh did finally come out in print now like a month or two ago but Mm. All of his books are written specifically go- to go into audio form. And so they're just super well done. Um, and so that's mainly why I picked this one because it like popped up as an Audible original like a couple months ago when it came out. And I was like, I will use my free one on that. Thank you. Side question. Mm-hmm. When you do Audible originals, do you get them in addition, like if you don't have a free one, in addition to your audiobooks, or do you use your credit? Because I don't use my credit on Audible originals if they're under $15 because that's how much an Audible credit costs me. Um, I'll just pay for them outright. I'm yeah, just I curious. I don't think that I do. Topic for this. Yeah, I think if it's, I usually will do it if it's under like the cost yeah, of I, the credit. Yeah, I mean, I think honestly, when I'm looking at it, I'm usually looking at if like the book is normally like 18 to 20, I'll use a credit on it. But if it's on mm-hmm. sale for like three to five, because sometimes some of the books that I've wanted okay. have gone on super sale, then I'll just buy those. But gotcha. I've never actually paid or use a credit for an audible original i just get my two free every month and just go for it i just thought i'd throw that out there considering mm-hmm. we're on the audible topic yeah while you mentioned paying for one i just i usually will just like if i don't have a free one or i'm out of free ones and i find one i particularly like i'll just pay the six bucks mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> but that's me. yeah so it's really not that much so it's not yeah and i think usually like i said i haven't actually listened to very many of the audible originals so um, I'm excited to hear about this one. I was say, I'm going to start listening more, though, after this. So, Me this too. is Orlando People. Um, and it's the, so the main character, her name is Gretch. And that's, like, like that. the name on her birth certificate. Like, her mom always knew that she wanted to call her Gretch, so she didn't name her Gretchen. She was like, why would I name you Gretchen just to call you Gretch? So, okay. her name is All Gretch. Right. Um, she is, one, I love this fucking character. Like, I want to be friends with her. She just fucking, like, says what she's thinking. Like, um just like okay i'll get to it as as this comes on so it's set the book is set in like i think like the early 2000s and um, i can't remember i just know that um one of the bushes is in office i think it's 
W, not HW. So what happens is that some anybody born in Orlando, Florida, between it's like 78 and 82 or something like that. I can't remember the exact ones, but it's kind of back then. Um, mm-hmm. All of this, all of the children that are born in that time frame all end up with telekinetic powers. And they don't know mm-hmm. why. And so originally they called them um, like the tell kids or something. And then she's like, and then we became teenagers and we started getting in trouble and we weren't nearly as cute. And so then they kind of threw some other names around. So then they became the Orlando people or the OP. I'm already so, into this. Yeah. So they're the OP. And there's five different levels. Level five is like you can move multiple things at different speeds in different ways all at the same time, all the way down to level one. And Gretchen's a level one. She's she calls herself a dud. She can lift one item under three pounds to three feet above her head only if she is sitting down. Wow, that so sucks. Like, yeah, so she's not great. So as she's telling it, she's like, yeah, she's like, so you'd think like, oh my gosh, how wonderful! I can get things off of a top shelf. She's like, no. Because I have to be sit- sitting. And if I'm sitting, it's now too high above me. So. Oh, shit. Yeah. I didn't think about that. Yeah. So she's a dud. Uh, she works at like, she's, I think she's 21, 22. She works at a, like a Froyo stand in the mall. Or I don't know if it's a stand. Maybe it's actually in a building in the mall. Um, so she's a high school dropout. And then she's also uh, a recovering drug addict. She's been clean for like eight months or something like that now good for her so she's on her lunch break and she decides that she wants to go get an orange julius but as she's walking there this man gets thrown up into the air obviously by telekinetic and gets thrown back down and lifted up again and thrown back down so she's like watching this dude get fucking murdered and she like tries to help but like i said she can only do three pounds three feet above her head and so this is a full-grown man who's that's limiting yeah and somebody else's powers is using it so she can't fucking do anything with it and so everybody runs and flees but her and then by the time she realizes that or i think she like goes over to like try and help and is like well he's totes dead by the time she realizes everyone else has fled she's like if i if i run it's gonna look really bad now people are gonna think that i did it so she goes Um, yeah so she goes and pours herself an orange Julius, which she paid for. You can check the cameras. She I left love the money Julius so much. <laughs> and so she's like, more interested. And so she's sitting down, like waiting for the cops to show up. And so like the cops show up, and they're like, "Are you telekinetic?" Da, da, da. And she's like, "Yeah." And they're like, "Put your hands up." And she's like, "I mean, that's a really stupid thing to tell somebody who has tele." I'm gonna stop talking now. Yeah. And so so she true, like, though. but she does it like multiple times where she'll like go to like say something. It's like. Okay, I'm going to shut up now. So she gets, like, pulled in. She gets taken down to the station. And she, like, is telling her story. And she's, like, multiple times. She's, like, I am a level one. Like, because there's, of course, a whole, like, government database tracking all of them. She's, like, I'm a level one. You can look it up. Like, she's, I'm Gretch Walgrass. Like, you can tell. Like, I can't. I could not physically do this. Don't have these powers. Da-da-da-da. And she was saying something. And then she was, like, yeah. She was, like, I smell the telekinesis. Because she can smell telekinesis, like, right before it happens. And so she's telling like people if other that, people are going to do it. Yeah, like when other people are using theirs, she can smell it. And so she's telling people this, and she has told people this like basically her whole life. No one ever believes her or listens to her because she, I don't think I would either. I mean, that seems a little far fetched, even with telekinesis being real. Yeah, so she's a dud basically, right? Like she's a dud. She's a recovering druggie. Like people just don't fucking listen to her. Trust her. Like her dad's in jail for like. I don't know, some white collar crime. But so like people like, just don't fucking take her seriously for anything. And so multiple times she's like, that's what I fucking kept telling. So she doesn't ask for a lawyer because she didn't do anything wrong. 
And so then this FBI agent comes in. Sick one. And she's like, as I told everybody else, I smelled it. I looked over and this happened. And the guy's like, what do you mean you smelled it? And like, so this agent that came in, he's like, he's from New York or something. And so he doesn't really know anything about the OP. Um, And she keeps being like, she's like, freaking call my handler. And I can't remember. I think his name's like John something or other. Um, Because she's like, who was this? Like, who was the body? Like, who was the man? And then that's when she realized, so they all have handlers. So when all this first Mm -hmm. happened and they, because they started showing powers when they were like six or something, um, they like built, they brought in an entire FBI field office to Orlando because there wasn't one before. And so Mm -hmm. they ended up getting this guy, like, I think it's John, James, Josh, Jingleheimer Smith, something. I don't know. Anyway. He came in. Jingleheimer Schmidt. That seems accurate. Yeah, it's probably it's probably exactly what it is. Um, so he's the, basically the one who like comes and stays, and like all of the OP, like anybody who talks about him is like he was a great man. Like he actually cared about them. Um, like he is the reason that like she got sober and he helped her stay sober. And like when the kids started turning like sixteen and eighteen and started getting in trouble and stuff, like he was there to help. Like his door was always open if they needed somebody to talk to. Like. He's just an all-around good guy. And so she's like, well, nice. shit. He's the fucking guy who just died in front of me? She's like, I drank an orange Julius right next to him. Like, what the heck? Orange Julius. Right forever. Um, and so the special, the FBI special agent who comes in is FBI special agent Prater. Um, and at one point, she was like, well, what's the difference between a special agent and just, like, an agent? Like, what makes you special? And he's like, I can arrest people. So it's, like, shit like that where she's just like, hmm. Like, you know, she just, like, says whatever the fuck she wants. She's awesome. So. How old did you say she was? Uh, she's 21 or 22. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Because um, I know that she can legally drink, but she does not drink because she's in recovery. So. Gotcha. So, Agent Prater is, like, or Special Agent Prater, my apologies, is, like, uh, he's, like, oh, so you, you said that you can smell it? And she's, like, yeah. And so he, like, brings a bag and, like, just has, like, the nose cut out and like puts it on and she's like okay she's like but don't touch my nose i don't like it when people touch my nose she's like somebody tried to touch my nose they pulled a trick and i didn't like it don't touch my nose i don't like it either to be fair it's like yeah. more personal yeah like don't i don't know don't touch like my face makes me no. self-conscious yeah like what, what's on my nose um so then he like brings somebody in with somebody else another op um and he was like tell me yeah. that you're gonna yeah, smell it. it yeah and so the word is like smell so then he's like okay yeah you're gonna come with me and like he's like i i'm gonna bring you on as a consultant welcome here because he's from new york it's like because she passed obviously yeah because she can actually smell telekinesis and he's like um he's like you're gonna be my consultant it's like eight hundred dollars a day and she was like it's like a valuable person to have like honestly like yeah if that's what you're up against and nobody knows that she can do this like even though she has told multiple people over the years nobody ever listened or remembered or that's cares. gotta bump her up to a level one or two telekinesis okay well, she she is a level one it takes her probably that's what like, i'm saying it's gotta bump her up because that's oh. like a whole skill yeah it's probably to like a level 1.1 though because she still can't move anything 1.5 yeah um so she so she tries he's like yeah like 800 dollars a week whatever and she was like hmm sure. one thousand dollars a week and he's like eight hundred dollars a week and i get you out and you don't go to jail tonight and she's like and a pint of ice cream and he's like okay fine sure hard bargain like whatever let's go so they end up like teaming up she's a consultant 
and he starts doing going around town to like interview people and he's like interviewing like all of like the most important people in Orlando um but while they're doing this like she's trying to like have conversations and stuff with him and like the book starts out it's like she's like hey so I know that you are probably here because you want to know about the telekinesis she's like but I want to tell you about Shaquille O'Neal and she goes on this whole thing about how Shaq, he's like, she's like, I know that some people call him Shaq, but that is a friendly name that you call somebody, not what you call somebody who has abandoned you in your time of need. And so she fucking hates Shaq. She calls him Mr. O'Neill throughout the entire thing. And at one point they like need his Faulty. help for something. And she was like, they need Shaq's help. Well, they need to like borrow a car or a, something from him later on or something. I love it. And she's like, no, we're, she's like, we're not going to borrow it. Mr. O'Neill's. And they're like, so later on, then they're like, oh, we brought a car from an unnamed person. Doesn't matter. But so they start going around and like interviewing all these people. And um, Prater is like, he's like, you don't talk to people. He's like, the only thing that you're supposed to say, just say smell if you smell it before it happens. Um, so she's kind of like going around doing that. And they interview like. She's like a drug dog. Pretty much. So. At, right after er, yeah within like hours of all of this happening this huge like militia group comes in they call themselves the true hands because they're like the true hands of god and they think that the op mm. are witches and all this kinds of shit so they basically Classic. Like, yeah and apparently like growing up like they would come to like their first day of school and like scream mm. in the faces of like five-year-old or i guess they were six so like eight-year-old children like scream in their faces about how they're gonna go to hell all these things Ugh. and they need to be cast down and so they go and they interview like the priest of some like mega church who was gonna like save them all um they interview him and then they like so he just like kind of like goes around and he's doing all of this and she was like why are we interviewing like are you gonna fucking tell me anything like what the hell is going on and he was just like yeah no i'm not gonna do that okay yeah and so then they're in a bar and this level five clint comes in so he's from Orlando, but he likes to think that he's, like, Southern, and he wears, like, cowboy boots and flannels, and he has a fake Southern accent and a nice, good 10-gallon hat or whatever. Um, mm -hmm. But he's a level five, and so, like, level fives can, like, if they know something, uh, they can make it move. So, like, one of the examples that they gave, that she kind of gave, is she was, like, so, like, if he was, if he knew anything about mechanics, he could go and he could lift the entire engine out of your car. Oh, like if he could like picture what the internal mechanic looks like, yeah. he could potentially move it. That makes sense. Yeah. Okay. So he started studying anatomy. So oh. he can slip an aorta and kill you, or yep. he can just make your heart stop beating because yeah, he tracks. like started studying all this shit. But then you find out too that as she's explaining this, that because um, he was like, okay, what happens if, you know, he goes to try to move the engine out of my car, but he doesn't know that I moved it out first. And she was like, you know, when you like go to like step and you like miss a step and you start to fucking fall. She's like, it's that, but like, yeah, she's like, but for like a heavier thing, she's like, if it's heavier or they're stronger, she's like, it's way worse. She's like, it's super disorienting. It can last anywhere from like seconds to minutes. So that kind of like comes and helps them later on. But basically they're trying to investigate it starts out that Gretch thinks that they're investigating, like, who murdered this man, but then you come to find out that uh, Prater is actually there investigating him because he got, like, a tip that um, he had been, uh, I think it's John, the guy who died, had been investigating um, or had been reported for looking into files that he doesn't have clearance for. 
And so that's actually why uh, Special Agent Prater is there in the first place. And that's why he like got there so fast from New York is because he was already there or already on his way there. So then you're trying to figure, they're trying to figure out, you know, is like, John, is he the bad guy? Or did he just get in over his head or kind of like, you know, what the heck is happening? But at the same time, you have the true hands there who are this militia group. So you're going between the OPs and the true hands and the true hands like fucking hate the OP, obviously. But then the OP also have like this group that they formed. There's like one of the gals who ends up getting like her degree in like PR or something like that has like joined them together and they all have silver jackets but Gretch doesn't and she was like why did everyone decide to get silver jackets why did anybody let me know okay so Gretch and uh special agent Prater start and also I guess a side note about special agent Prater is that uh he is a black man cool whatever he is atheist he basically his body is a temple he works out a bunch you know he doesn't like eat a bunch of junk food at one point he's like we're gonna get donuts and she's like i didn't think you ate donuts she's like doesn't that feel like a like you're a cop eating donuts and he was like everybody likes donuts gretch okay and right now a stereotype i just like donuts yeah and i think at that point i think I think Clint had, like, just threatened him and, like, had, like, squeezed his heart with, like, his telekinetic powers or whatever. And he was like, I mm. just had my internal organs attacked by mind powers. I want a donut. Oh, God, no. It sounds horrible. Sounds honestly really painful. Yeah. But, yeah, so he's just kind of, like, a straight shooter type guy. He's, like, not a hugger. Uh, he's very, like, straightforward to the point. So they're, they're just, like, a freaking hoot and a half. And at, like, one point way later on, Gretch is, like, she's, like, yeah, I'm going to piece together this, and I'm going to tell it in his voice. But you know him. He doesn't really answer a lot of questions. So I'm going to have to fill it in. And at one point, so then she's, like, telling his story. And she was, like, yes, now I must pause to flex, flex, flex. My muscles are so big, but they did not get in the way of me saving lives or something like that. I love it. Yeah, it was, I was laughing. Like, it's, it was a really funny book. So Gretch and Special Agent Prater team up to figure out like who killed John, which I don't I really don't actually think his name was John, but I cannot remember his real name. So we're gonna call him John. It's okay. Who killed him? Um, well that's what Gretch thinks at first, but really, uh Agent Prater, how he got to uh Orlando so fast from New York was that he was already on his way down because he was going to be investigating him. Because he had got um somebody in the Orlando field office had like filed a complaint against him for looking at files that were above his uh, clearance level. And so mm-hmm. he was already kind of investigating that and like m- a bunch of money had shown up in his bank account from a Cayman Islands account. And so they were like, okay, like this guy is obviously doing something shady. And Gretch is like, I don't believe it. Like, no, he was amazing. And then she's like, and he was there when these like this guy and this gal who were both OP, she was like, when they disappeared and we all thought they had been murdered, like kidnapped and murdered by the true hands. So when they were like hmm. 18, 17, 18, something like that, this couple, these like two OP kids, a boy and a girl had disappeared and everyone thought that they, that like the true hands had got them and had kidnapped and tortured and murdered them. And so they were all like freak the fuck out, of course. But then turns out that they had actually just drank too much and that uh, they fell in the swamp, got eaten by gators. And she's like, can't outrun a gator. Like, even she's like, and then so they, they have like, she like throws in all those like random like Florida shit that you're like, uh, stereotypical Florida. Classic. So 
you're kind of going back and forth trying to figure out like you know is he a bad guy and he like got in over his head or is he a good guy and he stumbled upon something and he was murdered for it so another side note that's kind of important to the story about op is that the female op have been on birth control since they were 16 because one of them when she was like 15 16 17 or something she got pregnant and she died giving birth um like killed like both her and the baby died and so since then the government has just been like yep you guys have to be on birth control da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. and then prater is like oh okay but like what about like the boy op like are they on anything she's like no 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 this is the u.s government of course it's only the female bodies being controlled like come oh, on prater <laughs> oh god. my god god damn it so yeah, like I was saying, like it's just like shit like that that she says that you're just like, oh my god, I love you, Gretch. You're awesome. Um, and so Prater ends up, like I said, so Clint shows up and ends up threatening Prater and is like, here's a plane ticket. You need to get out of town. You need to leave. Da 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 da. Um, and so he like kind of walks out. Like we were in a bar at this time, so he leaves. And so then Gretch goes home and then uh, like 5 a.m. She was like, oh my God, he can't leave. Like, obviously we were being threatened because we're onto something. And so she like gets dressed and she goes sprinting out. She also doesn't drive. So she goes like sprinting outside. She's like, I'm going to find him, but I don't know what hotel he's at. Okay, but I'll figure it out. She's like, I don't have a plan. And she goes outside and Prater is just sitting like out in a different rental car. And she was like, what? Mm-hmm. And he was like, so like, yeah, he's like, I'm not afraid of like op- an OP killing me. He's like, I'm not afraid of that. He's like, although that is ironic because I am terrified of flying and I would never have used that plane ticket because I will be driving back home to New York. <laughs> and she was like, well, obviously, like, we were onto something because he threatened to kill you. And he was like, Gretch, I am a special FBI agent. I have already figured that out. And like early on when he like brought her on, he was like, this is not FBI 101. But then he still like answers questions and she's like i thought this was an fbi 101 and he's like well, i didn't realize that you were so oblivious to so many things that i was gonna have to give you this basic information mm-hmm. and so like he's kind of like teaching her like fbi things where she's like teaching him like things about orlando she's like okay yeah we get he's like we have this meeting at four o'clock and she's like you only gave a half hour to get to whatever random city and he was like yeah it's like MapQuest said that it was going to take 20 minutes. And she was like, MapQuest can't do anything. Like, you cannot trust a electronic map when it comes to Orlando traffic. Da, 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 da. So that was just kind of really funny. And then, um, oh yeah, so there is also like, not a leader of the OP, but she just, she's an OP. She got like a degree in PR or something like that. And she kind of like, plans their like annual meetings and she was the one in charge of getting like like the i think it was like the clippers or the magic or i don't know some orlando sports team i don't really think it matters um to do like a special day so all the op could go like it was only op and their guardians or whatever because like people fucking hate the op like you know, i mean people don't like people who are different so that right tracks. i mean classic classic yeah. uh so she has been um kind of in charge And so they go and they like meet with her because like I said, they're meeting with like all of these kind of higher up important people and they're like, and I don't remember her name. It's like some super weird name that starts with an A, but they're like, all right, did you call all the OP back? Are you preparing to fight? Like, is that what you're going to do? And she was like, no, it's the summer and a lot of us are in college and people just come home for like back home from the summer, especially when you live in Florida. Like, it's just a thing, Agent Prater, like move along. (laughs) Right. Um, but then it kind of starts wrapping up around there. Like he starts to like, 
figure out some things because so there's like there's a lawyer who gets involved in that like she is um for donks but she was like yeah people have accused me of some emts and ems professionals giving out my car to accidents but nobody's ever proven it so meh. and they say that maybe that's why they were able to put their children through college on their wage whatever nobody can prove it so she just like has all these things where like she does like shady shit as a lawyer but like nobody can prove it on her um but then you like yeah so basically all these things kind of wrap up you figure out like who killed the guy and why well i mean really early on you're like pretty fucking sure it's clint because there aren't actually because like gretch runs down like the number of each level and it had to be a level five and there aren't mm. like a ton of level five makes sense level five like it's the top level there's only going to be a handful or a percentage of all of them yeah you know? and i think it's like 10 percent i think i think more people are level five than level one actually it's, it's like a weird one where there actually aren't that many level ones like most people are like twosies threesies and stuff but that makes sense yeah she's like but so like and they don't introduce you in the book to very many level fives and so you're like well unless it's a brand new level five you've never introduced me to it's probably clint um but then you figure out you know why and like who he's working with and like what's going on and to be perfectly honest i did not see any of it coming like why he got i mean i thought i figured the guy was gonna be a good guy because like everyone said really nice things about him so like i was on team like he's good and he's being framed and he was murdered versus Mm, anytime anybody says a lot of good things about a particular person i'm actually more sketched out by them (laughs) oh i think maybe i'm like like, oh you're probably good at lying then got it i think it was maybe like the things because it was like it was pretty much all like the op kids who were saying the Mm. good things and all the good things were about how like he was there for me like because, like, when they're, like, learning about their powers and stuff, they had, like, all these accidents and, like, they started drinking and, you know, using their powers. Like, he was, like, always there. And then you find out, like, from his, like, widow that they were allowed, like, the door was open. They could stay as long as they wanted. The only rule she had was that they could not talk during Jeopardy. And so it's just, like, more shit like that where you're, like, oh, I think you were probably a good person, actually. But I get what you mean. But, so, yeah, especially in the death yeah, when they're, like, people. Sense, I, though. Okay, I get you. Yeah. I think even like Prater at some point says that because he's kind of like the skeptic where he's like, people only say nice thing about the dead. And you're like, well, no, that that is true. Like, not a lot of people are like, John was a fucking asshole. He deserved to die. Damn it. And I'm going to tell his mom that. Oh, no, that's mean. That's a whole other level. <laughs> yeah. So like most people are going to say like nice shit about the dead. Right. But yeah. So like how like the fucking conspiracy shit that went on that ended up with this man being dead and all these other lies that fucking happened and shit like holy crap not in a bajillion years did i think that's where the book was gonna go like also i had honestly no idea what the hell the book was gonna be about because it's basically just like gretch is an op and she has telekinetic powers and she's the only one who can smell it because like that's one of the other parts too that it comes up where you realize like people really don't fucking pay attention to gretch Mm is that like some of the other op they're like oh my god why didn't you ever tell us? And she was like, I did. Multiple times. Like, multiple times growing up. I told you this. And then she was, because at first she was like, can know She's like, I just assumed everyone could do it. And that's why you guys didn't fucking care that I could. Mm-hmm. So. But either way, I loved this book. Like, So everyone- how many telekinetic powers out of five i'm trying to think like a good it would be a level five that's for sure and also well five orange julius is out of five maybe 
there you go. That's perfect. Yeah. I was trying to think of like a good <laughs> measurement for this. It's like telekinetic yeah. power is a good emoji. <laughs> yeah. Level five for sure. Alexander C. Kane writes hilarious fucking books. Like I said, this is the second one of his. I haven't listened to the second Andrea Vernon book, but this is the second one of his that I've done that's been in the way that he writes that since it's straight for Audible is super good. Because you know how like sometimes books will be like, blah, 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 blah. She said, Karen said, I said, and you're like, oh my God, like you're reading it to me. I don't need so many he said, she said, like you don't get that, which is awesome because he's writing it for audio content. So five out of five oranges. Yeah, for damn sure. I was like, that's an emoji I can I can handle. Yes. And then the narrator, I looked it up, was is Kirsten Sai, I think is how you say your name. I just probably should have re-listened to it. But her name? Okay. Yeah. Kirsten. Yeah. I don't know. I find it harder. I was just curious if it was male or female narrator, because you just talked about the narrator, but I hadn't gotten a name yet. Um I generally prefer female narrators. Oh, I generally prefer male. Really? Mm-hmm. I think that's interesting. I I do prefer male if they have an accent. <laughs> Is that a thing? The females that I like, typically when I like a female narrator, are like the British ones. Me too. All of the female narrators I like the most have yeah. British accents. Although she does not. I think about it. You know, because she's supposed to be from Orlando. But, and at first, I think probably like the first like five, ten minutes, I was like, oh gosh, I don't know if I can do this book, a female narrator. And honestly, by ten minutes in, I was like, all right, well, Gretch is fucking amazing and I love her and I'm I'm attached so mm-hmm. also my friend's mom is Gretchen and she calls her Gretch Betch and I love it so that's what I kept thinking I love that mm-hmm. yeah I think these were great like I don't think I listen to audible originals enough honestly even though I get a free one every month like I have a ton I haven't listened to this was oh, yeah. the one that I actually ended up picking for this month oh I need to go through um, I don't know if I have picked mine because I knew I had a few and I had a few that were like detective-y kind of but I wasn't really confident that they'd be able to get across the story in two and a half hours yeah you know what I mean mm-hmm. like I kind of went for something that I felt like the story was going to make the most sense to me in that short period in a of short time one. Mm-hmm. and I didn't feel like a detective story was going to be good enough so I did pick Tinica Jones which I loved and I, I sounds like yours was great too honestly oh, yeah it this was longer is so yeah. audible stories are not all the same length apparently so yes. what are they usually between two and eight hours is that I think what it most like audible I, yeah i think that this one is technically a made for audible but it goes under mm. the category of audible original because audible like made it but you not know? necessarily just got it yeah like i don't think like when i think that they make sense. their audible originals i think they're closer to like the two to four but yeah because i this is like one of the only ones that i know that is like an audible only or an audio only book like, I don't think you can mm-hmm. check it out from the library. I think you have to get it on Audible. But I think this one is only Audible, too. So I don't think it was made for Audible. Like, it was just Audible. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it wasn't not, like yeah, they you wrote could... it and then decided to release it on Audible. Like, mm-hmm. I think it was literally made for this. Yeah. But it's I hard think... to tell. I don't know what the rules are. That's true. Well, you're definitely going to have to do this one again because it was a lot of fun. I enjoyed it a lot, honestly. Yeah. Like, it was kind of nice to know that, like, my audiobook was only, like, two and a half hours long. And so... Mm-hmm sometimes like I like reading longer books because they're they're much more complex obviously but um it's kind of nice to have like a two-hour audiobook you can just read in small chunks throughout your week and know you're gonna finish it you know Mm -hmm. in days and I end up getting pretty invested so like I would come inside from my car and then finish the next like four chapters yeah like I got pretty invested in it and so I think it was a really good way to introduce myself to like additional like narrators and context that maybe I wouldn't necessarily pick 
because like it's just a deposition mm-hmm. those are kind of boring i don't know if i necessarily would have picked it if i didn't know who the narrator was you know yeah so well, I, I like think- the audible originals in that yeah. And I think that typically when I pick an audio, like I will not buy an audiobook that's less than five hours because I just don't feel like it's worth the money of the credit. That's fair. And so that's kind of why I picked this. I mean, I know this one's like seven, so it's like right on the borderline, but if it wasn't this like author that I love where we weren't doing this topic, I probably would have just right. let it go. I get it. I wasn't super sure about how I was going to feel about it, but I was like, well, I love this narrator and it's a cool topic. So mm-hmm. let's go for it. Let's try yeah. something like outside of my like normal wheelhouse, yeah. which I really appreciate about Audible Originals because I can pick something that like maybe I wouldn't normally choose because it was for free, mm-hmm. you know? And also so, like, if I you can, hate it, even if I hate it, it was free. It was fine. And it's done in two hours. Exactly. Like you can so, just, you can, you can give it a full shot and be like, nope. So between Audible Originals and TVs or TV shows that were books or mm-hmm. movies that were books, like we've got some pretty solid mini-sodes in the future. Yeah. Agreed. I feel like, yeah, because I didn't know there's a ton of books that I didn't know were made into movies or TV series that I've like discovered since we've started doing this. Yeah. I will tell people that we do this and then they tell me about it. And so like, there's just so much that I didn't know. I do it better in like the reverse where I'll find a show or a movie and then they're like, oh, that was a book. And I was like, I gotta go back and write the book now. So did you know how to train your dragon was a book series? I did not. I didn't either. Yeah, I didn't know. That sounds. I need. I need it. I need to learn. I know. I'm gonna have to read the first book. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. So, whole new world. We've got shit ton up on the docket. Yeah. What are we gonna do next? I was gonna say. Speaking of which, what is our next one? I don't know that we have one. We didn't pick one beforehand, and we usually do. Well, everybody talk about it and edit all this out. (laughs) You can all, or you can just come back in two weeks and be surprised as to what it's gonna be. Call it surprise. I like it. It'll be a surprise for everybody, even me. Mm-hmm. And you get to pick whatever you want. I'll pick whatever I want. Ooh, I, I like it. it. I don't own it. Okay. Everybody yep. will be surprised. Mid-June surprise is coming at you. Mid-June surprise. <laughs> I like it. We're going to call it mid-June surprise specifically. Okay. I wrote it down. It's happening. It's happening. It's written. Um, get at us on Instagram or Twitter if you have any Audible originals that you love or maybe you know you know somebody at Audible who wants to like sponsor us or whatever that'd be totally cool too on Instagram we are isn't it past your bedtime and Twitter we are IIPYB underscore pod you can also check out our website for things that we've listened to recently or in the last year at this point, because we've been doing yeah. this for that long. Just about. Um, or you can see what's coming up next at isn'titpastyourbedtime.com. Yeah. And we and will it. talk at all y'all in uh, actually less than a fortnight because next month minis are back. Yay. Yay. I love minis. All right. Bye, everyone. Bye.